All right, everyone. Welcome back to episode six of the PPP podcast. Today we're going to be focusing on sports. It's going to be a little different, uh, but I think it's probably the best direction for the pod. Uh, it's I think it's a direction that Gabe and I can, uh, you know, give a lot of insight, but also have a ton of fun with. So that's what we're going to do. Um, also, if you are, I'm very athletic. Yeah, we're, I'm very athletic. Yeah, same. Also, if you're on YouTube, look at our faces. We look cute. You like it? You like it? It's more than a podcast now. It's like a video. Um, you get to hear us. You get to see us. You get to like be with us. You get to be in us. It's like the whole shebang. Yeah. So if you're on YouTube, comment what you see me doing right now. Sorry. And the timestamp too. Yeah. And the timestamp. And we'll give you a fist bump if we ever see you. And $50 on Venmo. From courtesy of Gabe. All right. <laughs> so so let's let's just... Let's just hop into it. Uh, so we're recording Friday morning. Uh, the NBA Finals the, just finished off. NHL Finals finished off like two days two ago. Two days ago on Wednesday. So everything's super fresh. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Gabe, what did you think of the game last night? Last night's game was unbelievable, to say the least. I expected more, honestly. But, like, it was a – God, it was such a close game. Like, that's all you could really ask for from a – from a fan, not of the two teams playing, you you all you have to ask for is just a great game. And I wish it went to seven, just for the sake of more basketball. Um, but such a great game, honestly. Uh, that's I, I'm speechless yet. Like it, I unpacked it all an hour later, and I was like, damn! Like the Toronto Raptors really just won the NBA Finals. They went from like getting swept in the Eastern Conference Finals to just I don't know, having probably a really easy road there. I mean, they, they did it effortlessly. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Toronto, I'm pretty bummed that KD and Clay weren't there to beat because now I feel like whenever anybody mentions that game for the upcoming, like, like in the future, like, that's always going to be something that's mentioned is that KD and Clay both weren't there for that game. And it kind of dampers it a little bit, in my opinion. I don't know what you think about that, but I don't know. No, yeah, no, it's it definitely that's definitely like that's definitely huge because you know the Warriors team the Warriors team was good because of KD and Clay and like Steph Curry won two with KD and he won one with Clay, just him and Clay and like and Draymond too. But Draymond is like as you can see, I mean he got a triple double, but his last stat that was in double digits was his points. Like he he offers more, yeah. Than just scoring, he doesn't like he doesn't really offer scoring that much. He's a great player, great athlete, but he just he's not a scorer. He's a, a role player. He gets those boards, he gets those assists. He's a great passer for how big he is. But I was I was watching last night, and I guess he got like a steal or something, and he's like got a fast break. It's just himself for some reason. None of the other Warriors were with him, and out loud I just go, ah, this will be good, because he is just like. He, he, he doesn't know how to score. Like, his shooting form, I feel like, is different every time he shoots the ball. Like, he's, he's like, doing a squat and then just kind of launches it. Um, and, like, any time he drives to the basket, I always feel like he's looking to pass first. And he always passes. And I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, so I play a lot of pickup basketball at home with my friends. And we all like to compare ourselves to NBA players. And the other day, someone compared me to Draymond Green. Because I can't score for my life, but I can grab rebounds and I can pass the ball. 
Yeah. So, you know. I'm very Draymondy just because, like, my shot form is never the same twice. Yeah, definitely. Definitely true. Like, yeah, one one shot I'll swish it, and the other shot I'll, like, hit the corner of the backboard if I'm lucky. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I get from him where it's, like, he'll swish it, but then he, like, completely airballs it, and you're like, ah, it's just Draymond being Draymond. What do you mean? Yeah, like you don't if he, if he makes it you're happy and if he misses it you're like ah eh, well, what I expect. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Kawhi played super well. Kyle Lowry, he's thick, but <laughs> he's, he's an good. Enigma. He's he's an enigma. He's so funny. I people hate him. I love him. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a I fan love of him. This. Like, he's like, he's just a cute chubby kid, you know. Like he finally got what he he like he deserves it. He if he didn't get a championship before he he retired, I would have been upset. But he did, and he deserves it. Might be his only one, but hey, he's got one. Yeah, I mean we'll see. It's, Personally, I I think Kawhi is probably gonna end up staying. Um, because I definitely don't think the Knicks are gonna get him. Because that that's a rumor going around, but I don't think that's possible to be honest. Um. The Clippers maybe, but like now, I, if I were him, I'd rather stay in Toronto. Although, like after after watching the game, having to listen to O Canada every time you play a game, and then the Star Spangled Banner, like that's a lot of time you're wasting as a player. I see why Toronto doesn't get too many free agents. They we they just need another Canadian team. So when they just do those like Canadian versus Canadian teams, like they can just sing their little anthem and get on. Yeah, with no it. Star Spangled yeah. Banner. Also, doing both is it's a lot of work. It's it's it should just be the home team's anthem, right? Like I get it, you want to be mindful for the Americans in the building, but like, who gives a fuck? Like just just play basketball. Yeah. Also, the the national anthem last night, very lackluster in my opinion. Like the guy from Train, come on. Uh, I sat down the whole time. I'm gonna be honest. You sat down at home. Let let us know in the comments section. Do you guys sit down or stand up during the national anthem? Yeah, big. Big question, actually. We would love to know because sometimes I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm feeling patriotic and I'm like, this is for the brothers. And I stand up, but then the other times I'm just like, why? I don't know. Right? Like, I didn't, like I kneeled whenever I heard it when I was playing sports, so why would I need to stand now? Fair, fair, fair. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's the NBA finals. Uh, we'll do a little bit more NBA talk as we get kind of later into the show. Um, but also the NHL finals just happened. Um, Gabe can kind of say more about it, but to be honest, I mean, I watched game seven. I watched a little bit of the playoffs sprinkled in, but I'm a Rangers fan, so I wasn't too emotionally connected after the Caps got out because that was awesome. Yeah, so hockey is uh, one of my pride and joys in my life. I've been a hockey fan my entire life, bleeding blue. Blue shirts, that is, not the Blues. I'm a Rangers fan as well. Um, And for me, it was a huge victory. Huge victory that the Bruins lost. It's a huge victory around the world because we can all agree that Boston fans are the worst fans in the world. And it's because they win so much. It's because Boston sports are the best in every sport. They're always in the playoffs. They're, They're always, like, doing really well. And they can walk the walk. And that's why they're the worst for fans in sports. And I, I live in New England, and as a Rangers fan, or as a New York fan, that is, it's not easy at all because the rivalry there 
And so let me just tell you that watching those seven games with those my New England friends was riveting, to say the least, because I was able to just get up and just fucking let them have it. I'm living vicariously through the one New York Ranger on the on the Blues, Michael Delzato, and it was just it was awesome. I mean, I I watched that game just not really as like an anti Bruins fan, but just as a hockey fan, and it was just a really good game. Game seven, Bruins were dominating the first two periods, but like Rask, where was he? Where was Rask? And then Bennington, Brickwall Bennington, BBB Triple B. That's BWB. <laughs> he uh. He w- it was amazing. I I got I have a lot to say about the just the Stanley Cup Finals. They went to seven games. That's all you can ask for. So it was amazing. Yeah, I mean it was it was awesome. Um, you know, kind of throughout I was throughout Game Seven, I just kind of wanted the Bruins to score just for it to be closer. Uh, but then I kind of realized like, hey, a wipeout like in Boston in Game Seven that's pretty beautiful. Um, because, again, I was watching as an anti-Boston person as well. I'm not a huge St. Louis sports fan, like, of the people either. St. Louis fans are annoying to me. They also slice their bagels in the weirdest way. What do you mean? Like, have you never seen that? No. They take, like, their, they take like a fucking bagel, like, right side up, and then instead of cutting it um, horizontally, with, like, so you could have, like, the two sides of the bagel, they just cut it vertically into slices they slice their bagel i think i saw that yeah that's weird it's like a meme and it's like the weirdest thing in the world and like the first thing that i saw on twitter after the blues won was just a reminder that st louis fans cut their bagels into slices yeah so that was just a salt it was it was a salty boston fan just being like like they have the cup but like look at these sliced bagel idiots right like typical boston fans and also, when the they, when, when they were announcing the Conn Smythe winner, it was very classful that the Bruins fans decided to stay around and boo. Just boo Gary Bettman and boo the winner of the Conn Smythe. Just let everyone know that they're upset that they didn't win a third championship this year. I, I loved it because, like, so I'm a football guy primarily. And throughout my entire football life, it's like, oh, yeah, fuck Roger Goodell. And it's very yeah, easy to forget sucks. that other commissioners are hated too. Almost every commissioner besides Adam Silver, honestly, people hate. And then you watch the NHL finals and you're like, holy shit. They hate you. They hate him too? And it's like always super refreshing. Uh, and like Gary Bettman's like the dark horse. And, and, I, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But game seven... Just the words Game 7 send chills down my spine when it comes to hockey. Always the most fun game to watch. I've been in a couple of those in my life. Uh, never won one, but I imagine it feels pretty good, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I so I watched, like, way after the game. I watched, like, the trophy just because I was like, oh, how much longer are they going to let these guys, like, curse on camera without like doing anything about it and honestly like the entire time i think i think it's intentional at this point like i think that they let them curse on camera and on tv because they know that's the only way you're going to keep on watching they need those viewers. it's also live too 
it's impo- it's like so hard to know when they're just gonna drop one because these players are conscious are conscious of like hey like I can't swear on live TV but I also just won the I mean there's a del- like, there's a delay people are there to edit it like there's like hundreds of people editing this live feed and there's a del- yeah. and there's a delay there's like a five second delay. I don't know. Maybe the guy that whose job that was was like just napping or something during like. Just he was just like fuck it. They're just gonna. They're all gonna just say it. at that point they should have just muted the entire audio of these guys celebrating. Yeah, I don't know. I I enjoyed it. It was tons of fun. Um. So yeah. Um. I don't know what other sports thing. I mean, didn't like Roger Federer like or no Nadal won some kind of. Tennis thing, so congrats to tennis. Him. Tennis happened. I'm pretty sure I saw Tiger on the links the other day. <laughs> um, I mean, the women's national team. You know, the women's soccer na- soccer national team. We'll get into that later, but they, let's just say, all out murder. Yeah, straight. Just manslaughter. Woman slaughter. Straight dubs. It's it's, it's a beautiful slaughter. thing to watch American soccer go well. Uh, yeah. Just because I, I I don't know. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of. I'm, I'm, they, they're, they're more important to me than the men's team because the women's actually bring home gold. The men's don't even make it to the World Cup sometimes. Yeah. So, hey. Dude, they qualified. Like, that's, that's huge for us. And they curb stomped yeah. Thailand? Like, I'll take Absolute it. Absolute murder. Yeah. Oh. So, but actually, one thing to talk about now is the pop culture of sports. And the one thing that we all know and love is the Drake curse. And the question is, you know, Drake. You know, Drake puts on your sports uniform, and your your bus is going up in flames. Like that's how it works. But this time, like Drake was by the Toronto side the entire season, and now he has a championship. So, what does that mean? Is that a is that a coincidence, or is it over? I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell because it's one championship. It's like one team over the countless amount of individuals and teams that he's just completely ruined. McGregor, that's a good one. Yeah. The one individual I I can think of right now. I think it might be dead, uh, the curse. But also, like, I was on his side there for for the beginning of the playoffs. Like, ah, this is fun. But then he got, like, super, super into himself and... He, it, it is just too it was too much like when he almost cried when Katie was off the court like chill with it um his reaction when clay got hurt like like chill Such, like like come on dude yeah like they also the thing about these guys are like fr- he's like friends with these guys too these are his friends off the court and that's why he kind of feels so entitled to do what he does because he's like best friends with Kevin Durant and best friends with Clay Thompson, like if you saw, he was Steph Curry and him were FaceTiming right after the Raptors won. Yeah, I don't know, and, but to almost cry is a little much to me. Oh yeah, no, you're a grown man. Come on, like these guys are these guys' bodies are insane. They they will recover. You don't need to cry. Yeah, like a little baby. Also, I noticed like, KD, have you ever done a calf raise in your entire life? Like, I know, I'm sorry he got hurt. Super devastating. But do a calf raise. You know, those calves are tiny. 
As a guy with wonderful calves. All, all basketball players' calves are just insanely small. I guess. Most of them. Most of them. Yeah, but Iggy is cut, though. Iggy is... <laughs> Iggy's the man. I'm a big Andre Iguodala fan. He's the man. It's, uh... I don't know, but I wonder if he stays, to be honest. I wonder what the whole Warriors team is going to look like next year. Kevin Durant with that injury, Clay with that injury. They're both probably going to resign now. Yeah, it, I mean, it'll be... They can easily both get paid. They can both get their bag. They're insane. They're two of the top ten players in the NBA by far. And they can both get that bag. But as you, as you heard Clay talk about, Clay was like, I do this stuff for, for Steph. He's a huge Steph guy. Uh, KD didn't win another championship, so he probably feels like there's some, you know, there's something left to do. He's also, I don't know how long, a ruptured Achilles, I don't know how long that's going to take to heal months. Yeah, right? so the way it's looking, it's like, so so say all of them re-signed with the Warriors, or KD, I think he has an opt, so he can either opt in for like $31 million or something like that. Clay, Clay is a free agent, though. Um... So say they both re-sign with the Warriors, they go back next year. KD's out the entire year, essentially. Or pretty much, he's out for the entire year. Uh, and Steph, I or Clay, I think they said, like, February, March, until he's back. Um, well, it, the surgery, they better, they're probably going to do the surgery ASAP. And the surgery takes six months to, to recover from, at least. Yeah, a tour ACL, like, like it, it, I don't know. It's easier to come back from that than the Achilles injury. Like, and and if and if I'm an NBA team without any kind of winning, winning culture right now, like my wonderful New York Knicks, I don't know if I'd get I'd take the gamble and grab them to be honest, because a lot of players are not the same when they come back from that tour Achilles, and you know I'd love for KD to be like KD again, but I, I don't know if we're gonna see it to be honest. It's like the whole Kobe thing all over again. Basically. Which is sad. Katie's old, too. He's like 30-something years old. Yeah, he's like 31. I mean, he's... Uh, which means he's probably like one good... He's probably got three or four, maybe five good seasons left in him. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So it'll be interesting to see that recovery uh, and what his, his camp kind of thinks is the best decision for him. Because uh, I don't know... I mean, look, I think any team would give him the max contract because you kind of have to. That's a mul- That has to be a multi-year, though. You're not going to sign some kid, some guy who's going to be on the bench for you for an entire year. I mean, but th- that's what you have to do if you're going to give him the max for four years. You don't really have an option there. I mean, it depends. I guess for him, I, he signs maybe... My guess is he signs like one or two years with the Warriors and then comes back, shows teams what he's made of, and then find tries to find a team that's going to pay him big to end out his career. I mean, after this, the way he looked before the Achilles injury, it looks like he had so many more years left in him. But this, the Achilles injury is a huge question mark stamp on his career. Like, what is he going to do now? Yeah. It'll, right. it'll definitely be interesting to see how he kind of recovers. Um, and, I mean, he can't really change his game. He's been playing the same way for years. 
and he just kind of perfected it. You know, he's an amazing shooter, an amazing everything. Uh, so we'll see. For sure, we'll see. Um, and yeah, so to close out that Drake segment, fuck Drake. Cool. Fuck Drake. Fuck Drake. Um, to be honest. Yeah, I'm hip to that. I'm hip to that. Hey, it's it's sports, baby. That's how it is. Sports is a business. That's what they always say, right? Go sports. Yeah, go go sports. I I fuck with sports. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So now we want to get into our uh, our new new segment ideas. Just so maybe we can do like a quick conversation about the change that we're making, kind of as a podcast and what we're going to be ensuing now because we got some good segments now going to introduce the idea of segments something that podcasts have never introduced before starting the segment train right now yeah so so we're going where no podcast has gone before um so we're going to go a, a more sports if, if this isn't obvious yet we're going to go a little more sports centered um that's not to say that we're completely changing the show because like we did talk about sports before and we're still going to talk about pop culture stuff. It's just like, I, I th- you know, it's not going to be, a, it's not going to be a theme for an episode. I mean, you know me, I love drama and I love talking about anything pop culture, but most of it's going to be around maybe the pop culture of sports. And of course we're going to still do Florida man. Don't worry. Florida man is still going to be introduced into our, into our podcast. And we're still going to have guests that are not non sports experts quotes on that. But we're definitely going to take a more themed approach, and we both really love sports. We always talk about sports, and we think that we can make this an entertain- entertaining sports podcast yes. in a way. Even if you're not a sports fan, still listen. Even if you're not a sports fan, because you know what? We're not talking about anything to – what we're talking about is stuff you see on the media just broken down into little bits that you can enjoy and feast on. Yeah, so – so, so let's get into it. Our first, the first segment idea, um, and we're going to try and kind of work this into pretty much every show. Uh, we're calling this uh, bye bye um, That means, like, you fucked up. You're done. Goodbye. Um, so my uh, bye bye is, you know, the myth that Toronto fans are better than us. You will fuck that. They're not. Sorry. You cheered when this guy so tore his Canadian... <laughs> Canadian stereotypes that oh oh don't worry about it oh thank you oh, oh like shut up come on I've been around enough Canadians I played enough Canadians in my life to know that these guys are kind of assholes Canada yeah. is not a fan favorite yeah you're not better than us Canada sorry you're assholes too we're all assholes we're all sports fans we're all dicks like that bottom line everyone's awful if you like sports you're human a bad nature person. honestly yeah and like. I've gotten my worst concussion in my life playing a Canadian hockey hockey team, uh, facing towards the boards, puck on my stick. Someone just completely comes up to me and rams me from behind. I go head first into the boards, super, super illegal play, and just out for two months. And let me just say, that's that's an American move, Canada. That's an American move. Yeah. Honestly, that was... Okay, I'm not going to go too far, but them cheering when KD got hurt... Very Philly esque, so I would be I would be careful. You're going, you're you're playing a dangerous you're game reaching, there, Canada. You're reaching Philly fan status, Canada. Yeah, I don't know. I think every in the end, probably every sports 
every, every basketball stadium probably would have reacted the same. Because uh, I don't think it was easy to tell with those kind of injuries. Like, oh, that's what happened. I think it was kind of like he a, was so his his face was so blank too. He just kind of looked like he was like his face was like oh, I fucked up. Yeah, he he looked like that a was lot. his face. Yeah, and everyone was cheering, and I'm just thinking like, Kawhi, are you doing this, Toronto? Right. Nice. But that uh, that Instagram he posted, little dramatic. Let's be honest here. The picture was yeah, a little sports, dramatic. It's for the fans. It's for the fans. I mean, ruptured Achilles, painful, but it's for the fans. It's for the fans. Right. It's for the All fans. Right. Gabe, you want to give us your uh bye bye? My uh bye bye is also related to Toronto in a way, but it's actually pro Toronto, and it's for every single person who doubted Kawhi Leonard. I am a huge Kawhi fan. I love how quirky he is. I love how weird he is. I love how quiet he is. He's the ideal athlete, right? He's someone who lets his play talk for himself. And he doesn't, he, like, no matter what they say, like last year when everyone was like, oh, he's faking an injury. Oh, he's going to Toronto, but word has it he doesn't want to go to Toronto. He never, ever commented on that kind of stuff. And the only time he commented on that stuff was yesterday in this press conference post-game when he was like, yeah, everyone was doubting me. Everyone was saying that I was faking the injury or that I didn't want to play for a team. But, like, I just play basketball and I love basketball. Yeah. And I saw – and, like, I followed this account. Shout out to Freezing Cold Takes on on Twitter who retweeted multiple, multiple sports – other sports podcasts where they were just like, Kawhi Leonard – like the the Toronto Raptors are losing with those Kawhi Leonard trade, Danny Green. Like they're not going to do anything. They're they are not going to win a championship. They're not going to, you know, Kawhi is not going to play. He's a baby. Blah blah blah. And look, months later, he's the Finals MVP. Uh, bye bye everyone who doubted this man. He's solidify this championship taking down the three peat solidify solidifies himself as the top thirty in NBA history. Hot take maybe maybe not thirty solidifies himself. Top thirty. I don't think that's a hot take at all. I think that's kind of like top a, thirty in the NBA. That doesn't seem that like adventurous of a take to me. <laughs> Say top ten. Hey, 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 whoa, 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 hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sticking with it. Hot take or not, I'm <laughs> sticking with top thirty. Okay. Sue me. Sue me. Uh, okay. Also, shout out Kawhi. Sign his shoe. Co- his shoe brand is New Balance. Like, that's weird. Oh, he's also a lunch lady? <laughs> he, he also wants to be comfortable as he works the line in Chipotle? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He he does whatever he wants. And that's he doesn't do it for the fans. As he says, he doesn't do it for media. He does it for himself. And he also, like, basketball is just a game to him. He prioritizes other life things over basketball like he loves basketball and it's his life but like he knows when to think outside of basketball it's amazing he's so in touch with himself yeah it's awesome yeah i appreciate that i definitely appreciate that i'm a big Kawhi guy i hope he goes to the knicks i know he won't uh <laughs> i'm a boy can dream exactly also shout out fred van vliet big fred van vliet guy I'm a big Wichita State fan, so go Shockers. I wasn't a fa- I wasn't a, va- uh, a fan of him until he gave birth, because that's when he started being good. Well, he didn't give birth until his wife gave birth. He became a father, and then he became a daddy on the court. 
Amen. Amen. All right, that's a that's a good that's a good start to uh bye bye, and now let's transition into Maton, another one of Matan's creations called Rip in Peace. Yeah, so R.I.P. in Peace, um, which if you guys don't know, translate to Rest in Peace in Peace. Um, and so this is going to be someone who's done, you know, like like you're done. Very kind of similar to Abba Bye, now that I say it out loud, but it's different. This is for people. These are people like dead. Like Abba Bye is like you're you're canceled. You're irrelevant. What you said is stupid. Rip in peace. Same thing, but like you're dead. Like you're gone. You guys are over. Yeah. So hold on, because this is gonna sound bad at first, but. So Big Poppy got shot. He's he, he's not our art. You could have st- you could have started that a better he, way he, instead of being like so he was he, shot. He's not my RIP in peace. My RIP in peace <laughs> is the guy who shot him because there was a video and I'm you know I'm saying what I think it is, but I could be very wrong of this guy just fucking getting stomped on outside of the club where Big Poppy was shot at. I think everybody kind of thought that. He was the guy who shot him. I think he's the guy who shot him. Because, uh, you know, oh, um, I was there. Um, and <laughs> so he's just he's just getting curb stomped. So RIP in peace, guy who shot Big Poppy. Uh, Big Poppy, prayers to you. You're not my RIP in peace. Stay living, buddy. Love you. Um, it's funny because I'm pretty sure there's two videos. I saw two videos on Twitter of two different people getting curb stomped for shooting big poppy okay so so okay so we have a strategy no I, if there is a shooting anywhere just fucking start curb stomping people curb stomping anyone that looks guilty yeah. honestly anyone who's not upset about well because big big poppy is the love and joy of the dr la dominica republica has one thing going for them, and it is David Ortiz. He is a Hall of Famer. He is a world champion, and he is the king of the Dominican. And if you shoot him, who who in the right mind was like, oh, this guy is the love and joy of my country. I'm going to put a bullet in his back. Because you will get your ass handed to you. And two different people suffered for what one man did. Yeah, as... As a big, big Poppy fan that I am, I've been trying to think about reasons why he could have been shot. And ultimately, I can't think of one. If you're going to do something to Big Poppy, kidnap him. Get some ransom out of it. Um, but don't... Good luck capturing Big Poppy, yeah, though. Yeah. First of all, don't go after Big Poppy at all. Great guy. Ever. I, don't touch him. Yeah. I mean, I'm... As a Yankee fan, I say don't touch Big yeah, Poppy. I mean, no matter what... Fa- Dude, also, everybody tweeting out as a Yankee fan and then being like... I'm not happy Big Poppy was shot. You got like, you Oh, are, you're such a good person. You Thank you. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so, I mean, I'm a Mets fan, so I have, like, like, it doesn't matter. Don't shoot Big Poppy. Don't don't shoot. What, what if, okay, hot, hot take. What if you hot saw take, on Twitter? Uh-huh. Don't shoot anyone. That's hot. That's, a, that's boiling yeah, hot. Let's just not shoot people. But what if, what if you saw on Twitter just, like, <laughs> complete 180s like as a yankee fan i kind of wanted big poppy to die yeah <laughs> <laughs> like 
like, why would you have to preface that, like, as a Yankee fan? Like, I did that as a Yankee fan because I saw so many tweets like that. But people were just like, as a Yankee fan, like, I didn't, I'm sad he was shot. Like, oh, cool, dude. Like, you should be sad that anyone gets shot because that's a huge issue in this world and that shouldn't be happening. But, like, people being like, as a Yankee fan, like, if he died, like, I don't know. I wouldn't have to hear the Yankees lose every time the Yankees lose, you know? Yeah. And is that a big loss? Who knows? Hot take. Not a big loss. But don't shoot anyone. Don't shoot Big Poppy. Because, as you saw, no matter who you are, you will get curb stomped. Yeah. Uh, so get well soon, Big Poppy. That's my RIP in peace. I have a, I have a, a theory that if Big Poppy shot himself... They would curb stomp Big Poppy, and then they would curb stomp themselves for curb stomping Big Poppy. It's just like if Big Poppy don't shit yourself, because you will cause the end of the world. Uh, yeah, everybody and, would end like, up getting curb stomped. The, the entire Dominican Republic would simultaneously all be in the, on the streets curb stomping themselves. Yeah, which is one. I mean, like that'd be kind of cool to watch. I wanted. Yeah. No. 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 Let's not. Let's not. Let's not avoid that it would be super cool to watch but also but, don't shoot yourself yeah big poppy don't shoot yourself no one shoot yourself don't curb stomp that's so no, 1980s. No, no, no. curb stomping is it's an that's american so staple. 1980s um <laughs> behind baseball in general <laughs> yeah so as a mets fan goes, if anybody hurts david right then i would curb stomp someone that's just how baseball works it goes baseball curb stomping Applewood smoked bacon. Those are the three pillars of the United States of oh. America. Oh yeah, yeah. The three pillars. Gotcha. The three pillars. Gotcha. Um, so I'll just get into my R.I.P. in peace and pff, stated before, my R.I.P. in peace is the Thailand women's team, the women's soccer team, because Alex Morgan single-handedly stabbed you guys in the uterus. She destroyed you. Five. Five goals, okay? Five goals in one soccer game from both teams combined is a miracle. Five goals from a single person? Now we're talking. Five. She didn't even score half the goals. You'd think, oh, she scored five goals. Like, that's all of them? No. She scored less than half of the team's goals. Yeah. They had 13. 13 to nothing. 2-0. That is murder, blasphemy. I was shocked to see that. And then to think that they don't earn equal pay is disgusting because our men's team, where were they? Scoring, what, 13 goals in total in World, in like World Cup qualifying games and stuff like that? I saw that stat somewhere that the women's team scored more goals than the U.S. team has in the past like yeah. couple of years. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. These women just stepped on the... The women, this is what they did. They first stabbed the Thailand women's team in the uterus and then went, came back to America and stepped on the U.S. men's team on the balls. They just stepped on their balls. Yeah, so... That's what they did. Alex Morgan, five goals, really freaking dope. Because uh, Gabe and I, like, we were talking... When, when we were hanging out the other week, like, we were both talking about how awesome Alex Morgan is. And then she just dropped five goals, awesome. like, very casually. Also, it's like she heard that we were talking about us. Also, that we that we were talking about her. Sorry, um, abba bye. People that are mad uh, that that they celebrate after every goal. Sorry, you scored in the World Cup. Thailand qualified, so clearly they did. They're doing something right. 
No. We after every goal we celebrate that is how soccer works, that's how football works, that's how football works. Get used to it. Sorry. That's how all sports are. Scoring means winning, okay? No one should score and be like, well, no, I hate that. There's so many fuckers unless out there losing. who think, unless you're losing. Like, Grizzlick's goal in the in game seven of the, like, he's, they're down 4 nothing with, like, a minute left and Grizzlick puts one in over Bennington. Like, yeah, he looks so defeated. You want to know why? Because he knows that's just one goal in the step of nowhere. Because they aren't going to come back. Just because you scored one lucky bar-down goal on Bennington doesn't mean you're going to stage a miraculous comeback. Miracle Part 2 wasn't going to happen. Bennington was a brick wall. All right? But if you're scoring, like, it's like bat flips. People compare celebrating in soccer to bat flips in baseball. Like, yeah, if you score a big goal in soccer, celebrate. If you hit a big home run in baseball, bat flip. Always bat flip. And watch it. Unless you lose. Always bat flip. But if you, if you, but if you score, like, you know, if it's, like, your 13th goal... Right, and they're celebrating. People are like, "Well, well, well, don't do that." Like, if you like, if you if you're up six and you hit a home run and you bat flip, they're like, "Oh, well, don't do that." Like, hey, that's a personal accomplishment. As a kid, when you're when you're taking BP, all you do is imagine hitting a home run, right? Like, that's why you bat is to hit home run. That's why you kick a ball is to score a goal. So why shouldn't they feel personally happy when they do that? Yeah, I. That's I, my little rant against celebration. I, I am pro women's national team. I am pro celebration after every goal. Chile, we're coming for your ass. Sweden, don't even try. Uh, we we got get your bath. get your Hergen and your Swedish fish out of my country. Uh, although I really fuck with Swedish fish, but we got Group F on lock. Don't fuck with us. Bottom line. Bottom line: Women's national team bringing home that that gold ball. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna rub it all over the fucking men's team's face because. They will never accomplish such a feat in the near future. Except Pulisic, Pulisic, you're really good. You're really good at soccer. Yeah. So, okay. This, really good at okay. soccer. Hot take. So, if the women's national team wins, we are going to give all the money that the men's national team was going to get paid and give it to the women's team, except for Pulisic, who has to give 65% of his... No. Give thirty five percent of his paycheck to because he's the only one on the men's team who's actually doing yes. something. Everybody else has to give all their money, um, and then we split it up based on goals. Okay, I'm still working out this idea because I've just realized they're defense people. You know, no, no, no. no. If they don't, if they don't score, they don't get okay. paid. Okay, just... yeah, fair. So, so yeah, it it it'll be based on goals. So the more goals you get, the more percentage of the men's national team paycheck you get. Boom, we just solved right. equal rights. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's exactly what we did. Um, hey, what can we say? We're huge advocates of the women's soccer national team. Alex Morgan, I know you're dating that guy or married to that guy on the LA Galaxy, but if you want a real man, stay with him. But if you want a, a child... I'm always here. Yep. I'm always here. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Good shit. We love you, Alex Morgan. Uh, Megan Rapone. We love Are you. Are still playing? Yeah. She's in there. How about uh, Abby Wambach? Is she still playing? No, I think she's done. 
Well, Megan Rapone, there was some issue with her and, what was it, FIFA or something no, like that? No, it was the National Anthem. The National Anthem, right. They did, she didn't want to sing the National Anthem because of the lack of equal pay and the anti-LGBT... Um, the anti-LGBT statement that FIFA issued out, and they were like, oh, it was a good idea. I don't remember I don't ex- remember exactly what it is. I read an article about it the other day. But, hey, don't sing that national anthem if they're not going to treat you the way you need to be treated. That's all I got to say. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Hell yeah, ever pony. Oh, speaking, speaking of man, equal rights, Alex Morgan makes more than her segue. husband. So. Get yeah. fucked. Alex Morgan's husband. I don't even. What is he? What, what's his name? Uh, Bruce. Servando Carosca. I was really close with Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> yeah. So he. Well. According, according to Google, he makes forty-eight thousand eight hundred twenty-five for his salary. Wait, that might have been in twenty fourteen. Forty-eight thousand. Doesn't seem right. No. That's, That's dirt right. money. Because that 2014. Balance Morgan makes 450,000. See, that's a that's a that's a salary. That's a soccer per, that's a soccer player's salary. And what is whatever Zlander Vachowski is making is that's dirt money. He, he's making 67,500. dollars Dirt compared to his wonderful Wonderful spouse. We love you, Alex. Dirt. We love you, Alex Morgan. We are the biggest fans of Alex Morgan. This is a pro-Alex Morgan podcast. P-A-M-P. Pamp. This is a pamp pod. We are officially officially putting the pamp sticker on our podcast. Pro-Alex Morgan podcast. That's what it is. All right. Um, Anything else, Gabe? Uh, let's get into the questions that we don't have. No questions today <laughs> from our lovely fans. Uh, I can ask a question. Just, uh, I can ask a quick question sure. if you, uh, um, so I was out in the woods the other day, just, I don't know, taking a time away from technology, taking time away from world and all the dark and hatred it is. And I was wondering if you were to cut down a tree, but you weren't going to use an axe, what, how would you cut down the tree? Laser beam. Like, realistically, like, you're in the woods, and you have nothing but a... You have nothing but a, a canteen and a, uh, a spork. Floss. I, I told you what you uh, had. So a canteen or a spork. Yeah. How would you cut down the tree? I'd tackle it. See that? Yeah, that's that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Okay. Well, that was my one question. It's been eating at my mind the entire day, so I'm glad I was able to ask it live. Do you have any questions for me? Because if not, I quick announcement from the, uh, the editor. Yeah, yeah. So I have a question for the editor. How's the video coming? Oh, so you're just going to completely fuck this up for me, the announcement. Yes. Cool. Thanks. Um, yes, I am. Whoa, let's let's break down our podcast here. Gabe, me, is the editor of this podcast. Not only 
do I edit the audio and put every, make this magic actually happen? I actually am also editing our first ever YouTube vlog. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, stop, stop, stop. Putting clap, so, uh, clap yeah. sound effects. Yeah, I could, I could edit that in. Watch this. All right, I'm going to edit it in right now. Yeah, clap. So, no, I don't need yeah, I'm going to edit it. Yeah, okay. I got you. Here, so edit, edit, edit we, this in. We, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, Watan and I, last week, actually hung out for a whole week. Just him and I with our with a bunch of friends before we ship off And we work. only argued twice. Yeah. I made that up. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't think we argued at yeah, all. Yeah. It was a wonderful really trip. Fun um, was had by both, by all sides. Yes. We, and then we actually took a nice spontaneous trip to Rehoboth Beach with our friends and decided to, to vlog it. So I vlogged it. It's pretty good footage. The editing is amazing, in my opinion. But <laughs> come on. And so I'm going to, you know, leave a comment down below if you'd like to see it gonna post it anyway just gotta work out a couple logistical ethical things but besides that um it will be up very very soon hopefully before the second one comes out yeah so so basically what our plan is is to keep on doing the podcast over the summer but we're also gonna hopefully spend all our days off uh together or most of them at least and get some vlog footage out of that um and that way we can bring you guys some more fun content on the YouTube front. So if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Music, any of that, keep, you can 100% keep doing that. Uh, subscribe over there, by the way. Um, but also, make sure that you head over to our YouTube channel. Uh, that Just search up PPB Entertainment, where the first thing that comes up. And subscribe there. Because that's where we're going to be uploading our vlogs as well as the face cams from our podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, and a, and a lot more to come. More comedy, more sports, more friendship. That's all I can really say about that. So, Maybe we'll uh, post like, some one-on-one games. One-on-one games, definitely. Just get just get the PPP life, what it's like to be famous comedians in this world that knows us so well. Exactly. So, for me... Uh, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of the new, the new, new, revamped PPP podcast. Big things, big things, oh. big things to come. Oh, also update, uh, quick, quick thing, uh, just because I like you guys to know about my health situation. Uh, just got my allergy testing done. I'm allergic to a lot of things, so that's why my voice doesn't sound good. It's allergy season, so it's even worse. Uh, plus, I can't breathe out of my nose. That's another thing. Oh, maybe I'll vlog my surgery if I get it. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, so I like bragging about my health issues. So, yeah, I will. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Yeah, see you guys.